bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey everybody, we're here at the Sunnybrook Ballroom inside Joel's office with another episode of Bring Him Out. I'm Alan Hill, here with Soul Joel himself, Joel Richardson. Today we have a very special guest, the delightful and funny Stephanie Wood. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Alan, I like you. I like everything about you. <laughs> Back at you, girl. <laughs> While we're talking about the office, we might as well look at the vision board. <laughs> the vision board? A vision board sans visions. <laughs> By the way, the vision board is a chalkboard with nothing on it. <laughs> We'll just break down the fourth wall. <laughs> I just managed that my uh, button is unbuttoned, and we're off to the races. <laughs> but your curl is tucked properly back into your hair, so <laughs> that part is good. Thank you for Stephanie. Right before the show, just to break down the fourth wall, she said, uh, sometimes I ignore you, Joel, which is exactly what you want to hear. Just tune them out. To, yeah. Tune them out. You yep. barely even talk. You're yeah. always on your phone. Bring them out. Tune them out. <laughs> bring them out. Bring them out. Tune that bitch out. I love you so much. Thank you for having me back here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the pleasure. You're my seventeenth favorite booker. Ple- <laughs> the pleasure is all Alan's. <laughs> He's begrudgingly had me here. <laughs> I can tell he didn't pick me up from the airport. Made me take an Uber here last night. <laughs> no, been starving no, no, and sober no. in my hotel room. <laughs> uh, all right, I did make her take an Uber from the hotel room. One hundred and nineteen dollars, I mean, by the no, way. Wait, wait. <laughs> I did make her. All right, we'll just break this down one one layer at a time. By the way, Alan, thanks for tucking away your uh, your knapsack. His his, oh, his balls. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just, you know. I you're talking about my labias. No. <laughs> <laughs> your knapsack. So, <laughs> what's with this fucking couch, guys? I know. Am I gonna fucking fall into, into no. it? Not 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 even the tall, lanky Ryan Foster could could yeah, escape this couch. Yeah, all six five of Foster was awkward on this thing. So yeah, dude, this is like this is. This is like quicksand. Yeah. yeah. Well, the funny thing is the other couch in the other room is just as challenging. Yeah. It's always a challenge, man. You guys yeah. need to do something with your fucking lives. I don't know what this is. Yeah. This is it. I feel like this is uh, an ISIS video. <laughs> this, is, this is the best thing that's happened to me in years. Yeah. I did make her take an Uber from the airport, but she did, she did it herself last night right before the show. She just assumed I was busy. You were. Oh. Yeah, well. When you get busy, I don't, tr- I don't, I don't try to fuck with you. Plus, I've produced like some pretty like you know low grade shows, and even I get stressed out. So you have a lot of shit going on. So yeah, yeah. But the Ubers here fucking suck. You can't get one. You can't get alcohol. You can't get weed. <sighs> Prostitutes. Nothing. It's been <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days. I've been sober. You've been talking to the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You, you left the bar. You could have got alcohol. <laughs> I know. I came home. I was like, why did I leave without any booze? <laughs> Just sitting in my hotel sober, looking at my at the wall. <laughs> Yeah. It was fun. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> You're really, really well, Let's just talk about that real quick. First of all, uh, Foster called us both autistic on the pod oh, yeah. and, in, and, and on stage. On stage. And he goes, if you don't know who I'm talking about. You are about, autistic, aren't you? But. You're divergently challenged. What's neurodivergent. It's a new movie. Neurodivergent. That's what it's called. Okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't gone to be properly diagnosed, but you know, my family's been whispering. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> my sister's you just have a... headphones on, so you can't hear them. <laughs> my sister's made a few diagnoses of me over the years, and really? she's worked in mental health for uh, most of her life. <laughs> oh, has she really? 
<laughs> she definitely like what? Like OCD what? for sure. I have OCD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she walked in one time when I was in the I was I had a one of these on my lap which I've used my whole life. Yeah. And uh I was on roughly the seventh one, and I was this far into it. It's filled. Seven filled of these. All right? by, by the way, just so you know, I, I, I couldn't see because of Stephanie's arm, the other page. I thought you had an open blank two page. I go, oh, <laughs> is that the notes that you have on Stephanie? <laughs> Way to go, Alan. Nothing you this need to know. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Stephanie, uh, I see here. And, uh, back to you, Joel. It's, just, <laughs> it's about as full as our vision board. Just, yeah. no, there's nothing Best in comedy. <laughs> yeah. End of the notes. So, <laughs> Sorry, so so your sister was talking about you. Yeah, so I walk in. And pages I, full of notes. Pages full of notes, and I'm feverishly writing writing more. What are you writing? Just I like was, your manifesto? I was, I was cattle. No, it wasn't uh. a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> That's on another notebook. <laughs> this, was, this was, I was on roughly UFC 17 or so, and I had uh, done play-by-play notes of every fight that ever happened on every UFC. Through UFC 17. For, were you or getting paid? No, this was just for me. Oh, okay. I never turned into anything. Never turned into nothing. <laughs> just notebooks filled with notes. That is fucking weird, dude. Yes. That would have been hilarious. Is that before you made friends with Joel? Yes. Okay. Th- this would have been hilarious if you would have just <laughs> said. Autism Unite. Was this. Oh, she's not wrong. <laughs> but that would have been hilarious if you just said, yes, I did get paid for it and you never told me about it. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't tell you. Best-selling book. On like, were you like a scout, like Moneyball for fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. UFC? <laughs> Joel's right here. Don't tell him. <laughs> I'm a best-selling author. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really? No, oh. no absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I was a journalist. I was a journalist once. You were? I have a journalism degree. From uh, University of Iowa. He See? Just, the notebook's not he empty. He knew this before we were doing this. He stalked me years ago. <laughs> Yeah, University of Iowa. The Hawkeyes are on right now. I'm here. I'm missing the game. I love it. Yeah, we're probably going to win the Big Ten Championship. Nice. Well, I mean, this, clinch, this, clinch, this, clinch our division. We're yes. not going to win. When we this, have to pay Penn State or Ohio, it's over. This episode comes out on a Tuesday, so thanks for breaking down the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. If we you said say fourth last... wall one more fucking time. <laughs> I, think, I think we've broken down the 11th wall by now. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing outside comedy. <laughs> Welcome to Soul Joel's, baby. (laughs) There's actually a great uh, uh, tidbit on why you, uh, one of the reasons anyway, you chose the University of Iowa, if I remember right, from one of the interviews I saw with you. Yeah. Where are your glasses? Um, Is it because you could drink when you were 19 then? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, this is a pop quiz about myself that I thought was going to (laughs) fail. I was like, am I going to have to answer this for you? No, yeah. I went to, I was, I worked at Dairy Queen. And this girl that was a year older than me, she was super cool. Shout out, Amy. Um, she's a big fan. And <laughs> she, <laughs> she went there, and I was like, okay, she's cool. And then, I don't know, I just went there, and literally you could get into the bars when you were 19. So I was like, I'll cross the border for a way less like education that's going to serve me and put me into student debt. But, hey, I can drink and you know develop an alcoholic problem you know before 20. So. Solid, solid. <laughs> and get two degrees. Thank you. Love it. Love it. <laughs> wait, so, but, so the university, uh, I, wait, Iowa, you could drink at 19? You, I'm sorry, you could get into the bar at 19. But I mean, ju- just in that town? Or what was. Just in Iowa City. Oh, just in Iowa City. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But if you, once you, so, but once you got in, you were good. Yeah, and then you could go in early, like, say they stopped, like, letting people in at, like, 11 or something, under night, over, like, if you had to be over 19, you just go early, get your wristband, and then just, oh, and or just need, stay there. Yeah. They don't kick you out. Right on, right. Like you pay for the one movie and stay for the next. But then I also had my sister's fake ID, so. Oh, you were you were prepared. Yeah, you're gonna drink one way or the other. One. <laughs> that's my that's my walk up song. One way or another. 
<laughs> Doubling up here. No, but I, I loved it. going to Iowa. It was so awesome. I probably should have went to Illinois. It was a better school, but mm-hmm. Iowa was so fun. I was in a sorority. Nice. Did you know that? No. I was in Pi Beta Phi. Okay. What does that mean? Well, we're, it's the first sorority ever okay. created. We're actually Ooh. a fraternity for women. Because oh. I guess the word sorority wasn't like invented yet or something. Okay. I don't know. I just made that up. But like um, yeah, so I was at a, <laughs> I did not belong. I was definitely like the odd person out. Like they, I showed up like to rush on a tie dye t shirt. I had an eyebrow ring and I was like, fucking, what's up, guys? I'm like, my friend was like, you need to be wearing a sundress. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not this place. <laughs> yeah, I did a formal rush. I informal rush. My friend Nikki, like, good hometown me. So I got to like, I probably wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have made it through because I would have been like, "Fuck these bitches in their sunflower dresses." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then when I had gone the other side and like rush girls, I had to be like separated from people because my friends would just be like laughing at me, like I can't look at her. I would have to sing the songs. <laughs> just I'm a good singer. I used to be. Love it. Not anymore. I smoke cigarettes now. But um, yeah, I used to like have to sing all the sorority songs. I could still hit a couple of notes. <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, check you out, dang. <laughs> wow, well, dang. Uh, well, well, way, way to take my humor and be like, no, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> hey, stop, stop messing around. I Let's sing the go. national anthem at every football and basketball game when I was in high soprano school. Soprano too. So, I was first soprano. Oh, now dang. I'm definitely like a second alto. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she went down to bass. I went, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, used to, I was a choir nerd. But yeah, I was. I loved. It's my sorority sisters are so. It's funny. Like, I I was like I thought I was the odd man out. Like, oh yeah, we definitely made fun of you and called you eyebrow ring girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like the poor kid who had to use the computer lab in the like in the house. They're like, you don't yeah. have a computer. I was like, no, my parents have bad jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been given everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you whore. <laughs> Gonna, oh, one day, shit. one day, I'm gonna be a comedian, and I'm gonna be on Social's podcast <laughs> in a basement or something. <laughs> in a pocket to me and really did. badly. It, do, it does have a basement feel, but we're. we're I bu- love basements. I'm from the Midwest. I got fingered in basements. I mean, <laughs> in Florida, they don't have basements. I'm like, how do you guys hook up in high school? Yeah, man. Where do you go to get away from the parents? Yeah. <laughs> Like, do they just go, like, go downstairs? I'm like, you guys have to, we just, like, come up, like, sweaty. <laughs> Slush. Like, yeah, just dry humping your boyfriend. He creams his khakis. You're like, nothing going on down here. <laughs> just <laughs> studying. <laughs> yeah, that's just a funny word. Or a funny phrase. Yeah, we really did. Yeah, be the name of your first special. Yeah. <laughs> Cream. <laughs> Creamed his khakis. <laughs> I checked that special out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, talking about uh, your music background. Don't say that. Well, it makes me think of, of your... Uh, I think... Is he going to talk about... He's obsessed with my dad. I am obsessed <laughs> with her father. I found one a little thing on Instagram, and it led me into a whole wonderful world of... Uh, what is it? What's, your, what's his name again? Jim Wood. Jim. J- Jimmy. Jimmy Wood. James. He's the, he's um a national treasure. He's my favorite human in the whole world, besides Joel. Um, he was going to either become a musician or a priest, and and what did he do? Uh, I think like fucking, not like women, not little kids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, my dad's really interesting. He's very smart. He's the smartest person I've ever met. He's really smart, but he's also like very funny and just I don't know. He's really I don't know. I can't say like enough nice things about him. He's like I hang out with him every week by choice. Like, I'm like, Dad, I'm going to come. I actually see him, like, more than that sometimes. But, so my dad lives in Florida, too. It's one of the reasons I moved there. But, yeah, he's really smart. He's a musician, uh, computer network engineer, just knows, like, he has knows everything about everything. Like, I, you don't need Google. I just, like, ask my dad. 
Like sometimes I'll be like, um, I'm gonna say something wrong, but you know what I'm saying. And he'll be like, that's what it is. And like my stuff mom was like, it's like you guys have your own language. I'm like, we read, okay, you dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes. Love it. <laughs> I love my stepmom, she's really cool. <laughs> I knew my stepmom before my dad knew her. I introduced them. <laughs> they um Oh no kidding. Yeah, so I met my best friend in second grade at the bus stop and her mom is was Kim and we grew up together and then she's she's very beautiful and my dad's you know stud so he would like send me like hey give her this like Led Zeppelin album from me like just give her this book from me and he was like just you know putting a little little feelers out there yeah. and then they started like secret secretly dating when we were in eighth grade mm-hmm. and then they got married when we were in high school and they're still together right on yeah it's so cool so like i've known my stepmom longer than my dad has that's wild so, so your friend became your stepsister mm-hmm. fascinating yeah that's wild yeah my best friend from second grade is still my stepsister that's pretty freaking cool it is very cool it's so cool and she lives in florida too yeah yeah well it was I- weird you know, f- you know everyone else hated me my other sisters and my mom but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> they got over it <laughs> <laughs> I'll segue. <laughs> but what what was the the quote? Oh yeah, there's a fascinating quote about your dad on your Instagram, which is uh, part of it is uh, used to be Gary Busey's friend. He, oh, or was Gary? Oh, Busey, I'll, I'll, do dad, like I'll do my dad. I'll do my dad's impersonation. Oh, you, let me tell you about that time I did uh, cocaine with Gary Busey, <laughs> and we can watch the '85 Bear documentary on Trudy for Trudy. <laughs> 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 yeah, he did. Um, well, co- <laughs> it was much better coming from her. Yeah. <laughs> now we have some contest <laughs> and more questions. <laughs> yeah, he smoked weed so with, I think, oh no, that was my uncle who smoked weed with Willie Nelson. But yeah, he met Gary oh. Busey and did cocaine with him. Hell yeah. My dad used to like, I mean, those times were wild, like in the 70s and shit. Like, oh, dude, if he was playing music in the 70s. at the, I mean, every night out, just like, he was really, really good. Um, he got arthritis and it was like, so he had. Um, Which is tougher, drummer. Yeah, he is also a guitar player. Right, I saw his pedal board, which is guitar nerd shit. But yeah, he Gavin makes me, knows he what makes I'm me buy about. like pedals things for him sometimes for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That are things for his bug out bag. <laughs> his what bag? Like you know when the world ends, he's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's really weird. I like I don't even know what this is, but I'm like when it happens, I'm coming over. <laughs> so he's ready to rock and he's ready to take off at any yeah. given moment. My dad's like it. really interesting because he's so smart, but he's like, I don't know. He I want to start a podcast with him because. I just like want to share him with the world. Like when he, like when he married my stepmom, and then my sister, my stepsister, got to have him as her stepdad. I was like so happy to share him. Like I like sharing him with people because he's cool. just, and he's really quiet because he's partially deaf. So like when he's in like group settings and stuff, he can't really hear. It's kind of it's, it kind of makes me sad. But he, you can tell he's like reading your mouth. But if you just like get him alone, he's very very funny, and he's just like knows everything about music. So like in his like, we call it his um. His beat lab, that picture you saw? It's his yeah, his yeah, beat lab. Yeah. Yep. So like he has like a whole library. It's like you can see it's like music, like religion, theology, nonfiction, like stuff about government, JFK, mm-hmm. and then just like I don't know, I messaged him the other day and I was like, Hey dad, do you have any Joan Didion books? He's like, No, Joan. I was like, All right. Then I go to his house. He's like, Look, I got a Joan here he like shows me the book. I was like, Oh my god, thank you. He was like, No, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> he like he stamps his books and everything. He's like, You can I'll lend it out to you, but you oh, have like to... Oh, like with, like, name and address in that whole thing? No, he just has a James Wood, like, in his signature. Oh, I love it. And he's it. like, make sure you return it, so... Yeah, his books, he, like, he... he Like, anything you could want to know, you could just go into his room and just find a book about it. I love it. Yeah, he's really he's really smart, he's really interesting, he's so sweet and so nice. He's, like, the nicest dad in the whole world. I want to hang out with him. He's never hardly yelled at me. Hardly ever. I want to hang out with him and Joel's dad at the same time. Oh, my God, Joel, <laughs> your dad is the coolest... 
Dude, your dad is so cool too. Yeah, the wild. Shout out to the wild card. Shout out to the wild card. <laughs> oh, I had breakfast with him. You were there, but you weren't present or paying attention. Um. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Not Joel. <laughs> I was like, Joel, you're just gonna like no buffer between me and your father. You're just gonna have just sit there, just on your phone. But your dad was. We didn't need you. We were having a great time. He's also so handsome. Is he single? Speaking yes. Speaking of on the spectrum. <laughs> no way. Your dad is. I can tell your dad's a genius too. He's very smart, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, yeah, he's he's Asperger genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your dad's one of those people. Does he live in China? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Did he start? Layers to that onion appeal. <laughs> those, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> those are the rumors. <laughs> One of the biggest person to capitalize on COVID, Soul Joel. Dad lives in China. <laughs> Let the conspiracy theories begin. Way I to put it. it together. But how, how did your dad meet Gary Busey? Let's let's not turn I think Gary Busey plays music, right? Yeah, because he did. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was I think real, that's a music thing. Because he did, he was in the Buddy Holly movie and he yeah, actually played yeah, yeah, the yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad moved out to LA for a little while. And I think that's when he met him. And then he had like his, just because he ran around like I don't know, um, like Chicago with all like the big musicians. Like, you know, people, he would meet people that way. But I think he met him in L.A., and I think it was like a music thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about one of the greatest guitar players in the world that your dad played with for a brief second before we get off dad here, which is uh, Buddy Guy, man. Buddy Guy. I don't know if you know Buddy Guy, Joel, but Buddy Guy is one of the best blues musicians of all time. You'd have to be hardcore music. Or be from Chicago. Everyone from from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a place in Chicago called Buddy Guy's. It's like knowing Elvis if you're from Memphis, you know? (laughs) Yeah, but he's like an old school. He's like a polka dot guitar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> it's like if you're from Memphis and you know Elvis or anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think other people, not just from Memphis, no. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, no, no, is that where Graceland is? At? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I yeah. saw that they're doing a special uh, Christmas at Graceland. Oh, they are? Yeah, I don't know why that was on my newsfeed. It's on ABC or some shit. Yeah, that place it? is still stimulating the economy down in Memphis. Isn't like that wild, yeah. people, like the hotels and like the restaurants and everything, because people are still flocking that place. I've been there. He died in 1979, yep. literally 44 years ago, yes. and people are still. Well, really? didn't he marry Priscilla when she was like a small child? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Like, I like mean, 14. Yeah, like me too, out the wazoo. Yeah. But like my grandma was like that though too. Like they got like my grandma. I think I was married when she was 14. My other grandma was married when she was like 16. Okay. But yeah. like from like my one grandma was from the south. She was my mom's actually from Mississippi. That's where they they're that kind of trash. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> Mississippi. Well, um, oh, this was a little better than Jerry Lee Lewis though, because Jerry Lee Lewis married his young cousin. Well, right, so it was I mean, young and related. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he boundaries. knew that he got the parents' permission yeah. though. <laughs> Auntie, can I fuck my cousin? <laughs> Not bad. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, we got our first old boy out of the way. Yeah, there it is. Nice. Drink your shots, people. Yeah. Is that a drinking game? No, we, but we can. We joked about it. A couple yeah, times. If, if, if if you're looking to get Who com- else says oh boy? Uh, like a f- comic-wise. I don't know. What do you mean? I think like Joe Liss says that all the time. Are you calling me a hack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure Liss does. I can see him because, you know, hit with his nervous energy. Oh boy. Is that what it is? It's just nervous? No, it's just something, yeah. You know, just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> so, so, expand upon it's upon that, that kind of insight. Can we expand upon it, though? Can we expand upon it? No, but yeah, my dad played music with Buddy Guy for a long time. That's awesome, man. And um, 
Yeah, he still like knows him. We went back. I don't know. It was probably like 10 years ago. I was living in Chicago. Him and my stepmom came down. So I lived pretty close to Buddy Guy's place. And we just went up there. And it was just so, it's just cool to see your dad in your, his element. Yeah. Because he like had to stop doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. For, you know, and so, but he still like compo- composes music. I would say he's like Dr. Dre, just like working on that masterpiece album that we're never going to hear. Because right. he's always just fucking composing music. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you? What are you making back there? Like, is we gonna ever like when you die? We're gonna just like find all of this music or something? Yeah, like Prince's vault. By the way, he's never going to die. I'm gonna be successful enough that I'm going to hook him up to a computer, and he's never gonna die. I love it. Sorry, my mom just died. That's why I got bangs. <laughs> Maybe projecting. <laughs> you also did text me that. Is that my, if my mom died, did I got bangs. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I told you. <laughs> One paragraph. Oh man. Wow. One, what an update. <laughs> wow. Hey, Joel, I'm doing good. My, my mom died. I got bangs. We <laughs> 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 know if you need me. <laughs> we talked about it right before we did turn the camera on about how your very fascinating way of disseminating information. <laughs> like oh, real, just... like the real shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did that to your open micers last night, and they're like, what's happening to me? Are you are you assaulting me with your words? <laughs> <laughs> good thing all turned out okay. Yeah. You know me enough now that you, I feel like I can, because I feel like the first time we met, I f- think I might have overwhelmed you. Oh, I can see. Nah, I mean, I'm fine, but I, you're, yeah, your energy. You're, yeah. And I can't, like, take it back. It's like, even if I don't know you, it's almost worse. <laughs> it's like, cool, you can hear all my new stories for the first time. <laughs> Are my old stories, but yeah. yeah. I remember you picked me up from the airport, and I was like, I think I'm torturing this man. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been that bad, you wouldn't have been back. <laughs> No, all he did was just go, oh boy, like 17 oh times. <laughs> yeah. No one else in the car. No, no one else. Just no. him and all of his... Disaster. Yeah, you're, the inside of your car is upsetting. It really, that shows you inside of your brain is like... <laughs> he, you, I think you had a caramel crunch popcorn on the seat. That's today. possible. Very possible. Yeah. No, I did. I ate it. It was delicious. <laughs> I, one thing I can guarantee you, he had in there was in the entire workings of uh, set up setting up a, a comedy gig. Oh yeah, yeah. I had that in my car too, but it's clean. <laughs> I vacuum it still. <laughs> it's bad when my two five and a half year old nieces are like. Uh... I bet you their mom's car is clean. <laughs> yeah, well it is. I bet you your sister's car doesn't look like that. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling. Whole dole. This is messy. I am not getting invited back here ever again. I'm sweating. <laughs> Call him. <laughs> Oh, no, you'll be invited back, just not the pod. <laughs> and you're definitely Ubering. <laughs> Better find a ride home again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep this intact. No, we met through your mentor, Jimmy Schubert. My sensei. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sensei. That's so awesome. What a great mentor. Holy yeah. crap. Dude, it's the best. He's like, so he, Soldier Joel needed someone to open for Shuli in Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach, He yep. called Jimmy. And I didn't even, we hadn't even met yet. And he asked Jimmy, like, if he knew anyone. And he said me. And then Joel called me. And then I got to open for Shuli, which was so fun. It was during COVID. How cool is Shuli, by the way? Yeah. Fucking the coolest. So nice. And then Joel. <laughs> so I got a hotel, like, right by the place, you know. And then Soul Joel gets Shuli a place in, the, like, three towns over. So then after each show. So Cocoa Beach is two three hours. stars higher. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Shirley went to Wawa and ate food. He got a cheeseburger. <laughs> but it was like, I lived two hours away from Cocoa Beach. So by the time I, the show was over, and then I would drive Shirley back to his hotel and then drive back to my hotel, it was like an hour. <laughs> Things but I, you find out in the back end. <laughs> but oh, also, I, I was like, you were really grateful for it. And I was like, I was grateful to sit in a car next to someone who was just like so cool. And like, 
a comic and just like just talk to him and like let him talk. So I enjoyed. He was really nice to me. He I was really nervous because it was a theater and it was during COVID, so it was like really spread out. We did, I think we did two nights. But yeah, the f- yeah, it was two nights. The first, sh- I think there were both two shows in each. That I don't remember. There definitely were two shows, because after the first show the first night, I had never done a theater before. Mm. And let me tell you, <laughs> you guys know how fast I can talk. Those 20 minutes went by <laughs> really fast. <laughs> and I was still like pretty new. I was only like probably like two years into comedy. And he was like, um, come outside with me, you like smoke weed. <laughs> before you go on stage and then when i stage, i was like much better wow that's great yeah and he was just such a nice guy so after that um then you had me come up for he was trying to slow you weekend. down no yeah that's what it was yeah, and he yeah. was right Boom. he was like calm the fuck he's like chill he probably could tell i was like nervous and stuff and it was just so weird because they were so spread out so it's like it's gotta be wild yeah it was super weird in a big space too you got a theater that holds how many people and it's having yeah. a third of it in there or something at least like not even yeah. so yeah, he was like just calm like chill the fuck out I'm like, all right. Um, so, so he was really nice. And then you had me come up that one weekend, which Alan was talking about yet last night. I was very ill prepared for that. Well, it was. I appreciate uh, you. I appreciate you. <laughs> the, but things like that, like, give you, like, I'll never, next time I come back, I'll make sure I'm better. Well, oh, that. So it was my, we had uh, Mike, Mike Britt. I did good on that Mike show. Mike Britt, Pete Corrielli. Rich Voss. And Voss. Yeah, Voss. Yeah. I didn't do great at the Corrielli shows. Because they were clean and I didn't know how to be clean like that for right them on. yet. Yeah, yeah. Thank God Pete's like the nicest person in the whole fucking nice. world. Um, and then Rich, I did good on Rich Voss's show ish because they're like the audience was fun. But man, I wish I could do that again now. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool though. It was just like so four different shows. It was just like different comedians. That was like the that and then, well, no. Then you did the Pride event. Yeah. That was our first Pride event. It was in the pandemic, and we swept Dude. network TV. That's right. Getting like NBC, ABC, CBS in Philadelphia. Yes. um, Because we're the only like pride event in the area. That was huge. That's what I knew. And I was the only straight person on the lineup. That's what I realized Joel was like. like Brendan Donegan, he's straight. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm like straight ish. I mean, I've eaten a puss. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I went to college. (laughs) Twinks are still straight. (laughs) But I remember all the, um, like, afterwards talking to some of the people, they're like, yeah, we didn't think we were going to like you. Like, like the, who's a straight girl going on stage and they're like, yeah, we liked you. That's, what, That's cool. Yeah, oh, and your hilarious. staff was so cool too. I love that was like one of my favorite weekends of comedy. Yeah, it like, yeah, Jimmy really changed my life and my comedy career, and I'll be forever thankful. And like you've hooked me up and helped me up so like so much. I appreciate yeah. you. Well, a lot. and uh, Even yeah, you get on my fucking nerves. But uh, <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. I love you. Yeah, but but Ro- Ronan was interning then. And mm-hmm. I, t- I told yeah. Ronan that, that you were coming this week, and he goes, I love Stephanie. I love him. Love him. <laughs> it's a really good impersonation for those of you who don't know Ronan. <laughs> yeah, but, but, if, but if Ronan was impersonating me, he would do the same thing. <laughs> it's the same impersonation. He's like, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know Ronan was gay back then? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he was out. Was he, he was out? not. No. He was not. <laughs> I, w- I was going to ask him that last night, but I was like, that's a weird thing to ask someone. But. I knew he was gay, but I, I kind of figured he wasn't out. Yeah. Once you, once you see he's his act. He's kind of young, isn't he's he? He's fully out now. Like, I, I learned he was gay seeing his act for the first Dude, time. Dude, he's so good. Oh. For just, like, starting, I was, like, it was so happy to see him. And then I was so happy to see him on stage and then, like, do a good and job. doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He ho- and he hosted, which is so Boom. Got him again. Boom. So hard. Kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He was yeah. going yeah, all flexible. Act, his fucking yeah. act outs and shit. He's, yeah. like, he yeah. looks like he's a five-year comic, not a one-year comic. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, and he hosts to... too, which is hard. Hosting is the hard. I think 
Be, yeah, put well, you in the fucking middle, you're fine. Like, make me host. I might bum. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thro- throwing him to the wolves. He's going to learn. Yeah, man. If you or can learn not, how to host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Early returns are good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's good. He has a lot of potential. Yeah, no doubt. You're cultivating a little yeah. group of minions. How, how are we cultivating down in South Florida? Minions? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, now, now that, like, well, Jimmy moved down there, and uh, that's how you guys met. Mm-hmm. How's the scene down there? So I think our scene's pretty strong. Florida is, I didn't think it would have a good comedy scene, but I like, like, I didn't, I'm from Chicago, but I didn't start comedy until I went to Florida, which is kind of weird. Oh, yeah. interesting, yeah. I was like, let me just do comedy when I'm like 32 in Florida. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <Like> idiot. <laughs> um, but no, I like f- performing in Florida because I perform a lot of different places. So, like, if you perform. Like in Boca, and then you go to Lauderdale. Like, say so you do a show in Boca, Lauderdale, Miami in the same night. You better have three different fucking sets because you will be eaten alive if you do the same shit in Miami that you do in Boca. They will be like, Rigatoni, what are you talking? Like, <laughs> right, and then these right. other people are like, what are you talking about a BBL for? You know, so, and then go to the other coast, like your Clearwater show. I love that side of the, the state the most because they're Midwesterners that retired there. So I was going to say, like, the fun old whites, you know, they're just like, they're just a little more laid back. They're a little more white trash. I mean, I mean that in the nicest way. Like, they just, like, don't have a stick up their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got, like, the center of Florida, which is just, those people are wild. And then you go, it's just, I like it because I think it gives you chops on how to do, like, for me, it made me learn how to, like, be a little more cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how to work with, how to, like, go to an older audience. And then, to be honest, sometimes a younger, younger than me is sometimes harder for me. Really? I believe it. They're more mm-hmm. sensitive, huh? Yeah. Right? Like a young Miami audience might be, is a if they're my age or older, it's fine. But if they're young, I'm like, none of my references are going to work. No. I, it, like, I'll talk, like, do a self-deprecating joke. Like, don't say that. You're a queen. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I know. My labias really aren't long, bitch. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's disappointing to find out. No, they're adequate length. <laughs> adequate length. Is that what you adequate said? Adequate length, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I don't know why I start. I can't stop doing labia jokes, but it's they're just so funny to me. So funny to me. It cracks me up so much. And then people look at people's face. Well, one time I said, "What did I say?" It was like these two old people. They were sitting right in front of me, and the guy goes, "What did she just say?" And the lady goes, "She said semen out of chiffon." She said, "Oh, semen out of chiffon." And the guy was like, and he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and they were right in front of my face. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i like I, i've like i feel like i've bombed in every fucking room down there so it's like it's like one of those things like i won't let that happen again right. and i don't oh. i bombed one of my biggest bombs of all time is at the miami improv oh, oh I love what happened let's, set, wait, yeah, let's, yeah, set let's the scene go. first of all i need a drink yeah, about it take your time here sweating my tits are sweating <laughs> god it was so bad so it was my friend matt ross uh josh francis um, and Jeff Dolezal, and they have, it's called the Triple F Podcast. They're really, really funny guys, and they got a, a date at the Miami Improv. Okay. And For the pod. Yeah, well, for their pod, okay. and yeah, and they, they, they're kind of like blown up, and so they needed a host. You know, I'm, I guess, objectively funny to some people. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're going to get you, you know, put you in Miami. It's funny, they, they had one in West Palm, and they had the Latino guy host for them in West Palm, and then they had me host for them in Miami. I'm like, you should have switched us. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> but in, choice, in yeah. my buddy's defense, it was their first show, and I think he was trying to, like, give me some love. Yeah, that's cool. So that's what it really yeah. was. And I really wanted to do a good job for them. Almost worse than if you were to bomb in front of a headliner. That's because tough. it's, like, their big night. 
Yeah. I'm hosting for them. I'm setting the tone. And buddies. I did not set a good tone for them. Like the guy, like the, yeah, they had to like crawl out of a hole. I like, they smelled the I've, fear on me. I've been there. And then, <laughs> oh God, it was so, I mean, I to this day wake up in the middle of the night thinking about that set. Oh, that's tough, man. I've gone back and redeemed myself because I was like, I'll never let them fucking know that. Like, they don't get to scare me. I love that. Yeah, but I was very, it was just like, oh, okay. Did it feel longer? How long were you on? 75 years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> did anything turn it? Did it? Did anything particular happen? Or was it just one of those? Yeah, like, she saw the light. <laughs> I don't, I think my first joke bombed. And then it just set, set you down the back. Yeah, and then they just, that what happens, like, if you've seen it, and I've done it before, if they can tell you're nervous, they don't trust you. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they don't want to be like, does she know what she's doing? They want to just be like, okay, she's got this, she's conducting this train, and we're going to go for the ride. And right. I was like, we're going to fucking die. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was, it just wasn't good, and um, I just felt really bad about it, but. Yeah, I, I've gone back since and I've redeemed myself. So nice. I was like, fuck, dude, that was the worst. And at the improv, too, there's a lot of places you can bomb it. I always say there's like different types of bombs. Like if you're at an open mic, it doesn't count. Right. If you're at a shitty bar show, it doesn't count. If yeah. you're here, people paid money, they're sitting and they're paying attention to you and they're there for comedy and you fuck up, that's a bum. And that's the who's suck when like they're there to, to laugh. Not like you're trying to win them over. They're there to laugh. They paid money to laugh. And Especially still... when you're the owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bombed, you bombed like that at your own place? I've done not well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even did it on the same night where at 7 o'clock, they were like, I didn't realize you were a comedian. That was so funny. And the later oh. show, they were like, what time does the show start? And they're like, it did. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this was... The... <laughs> I'll introduce the feature. <laughs> oh. oh, we've talked about it with Joel. He has these wonderful, I call them bomb deflectors. He has these lines that, like, cause if he's. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, saves. Just ready, you know? And it's, I, it's priceless. I, I love when it starts going off the rails a little bit because it gets even funnier. <laughs> you, know, you know how to save it. Yeah, like that's, so on. Um, <laughs> Years of deflection. I opened for Vic uh, DiBetetto yeah. on Monday and Tuesday in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Great show on Monday. Like, great show. I did great, right? Yeah. And then Tuesday, I was like, this is going to be, like, awesome. Yeah. It wasn't. And uh, it was it was okay. Does he know that? He was, so he's still, like, he told the guy to put me on his writer. So every time he comes, like, I'm on a show. So he, oh, like, but beautiful. but the owner of the club works with me a lot. And he goes, you know what? You figured out how to bomb. <laughs> Which was, like, using those little, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it was a rude, weird crowd. They were just, like, you really like, have a crowd. They're just, like, I'm mad that I'm here. But it's yeah, your job to yeah. get them. It's still your job as a comic. If they're paying attention, that's all you need. Is and then the rest is that's your fault, honestly. So fascinating to me because there's always that one. There's like that. Not always, but there's just often there's like one dude in the and they're only, a lot of times in the front row. Yeah, and and that's like, what it was. Yeah. Make me laugh. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> and this one, this guy, he was like sitting. He was like, he said, like, "I'm from out of." Like they were just yelling at me. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I said, so "I was doing my Planet Fitness joke." He's like, "Bitch, you don't work out." I was like, "I do." <laughs> <laughs> I think that might well, have thrown me. I think that might have thrown me off, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think after that, I was like, "I want to die a little bit on the inside." <laughs> Man, I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah, he didn't either. So like, fuck off, guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dude, that's priceless. Dude, yeah, but bombs. I have like three bombs that wake me up in the middle of the night that I think about, and the Miami one is one of them. What were the other two? 
First time I ever did. Alan asked, but I was going to. Yeah, we were both. Yeah. Right, eyebrows were Al- up. Alan just articulated it fast. His eyebrows were up already, so you know he was on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did the, a rehab. The others, please. A rehab show? No, I was in a rehab show. I've done rehab shows before. This was like. I think, it I think was, they call recovery. I think they're called recovery. Whatever. Um, so it's like it's like this AA center, and it was like I can't I can't imagine why you bombed. Dude, I bombed so bad. That was the Hello, worst bomb. Hello, addicts. Fuck. I was, so I, where's the party? Am I dude, right? I, I get in there and I start panicking because I realize there's no booze. And in the green room, there's a giant picture, a giant yeah, picture two of, options, of Princess water Diana. And coffee. Princess Diana says killed by a drunk driver in 1990. Whatever. April of 1996, I think it is. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know why. But I was like, that just, like, weirded me out. And then my family's, like, full of drug addicts and shit. So I'm like, cool, I'll relate to them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, it was fucking, it was fucking another Matt Ross show. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, that. Oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating thinking about it. So I bombed. Did Matt move because of you? Yeah. <laughs> yada yada yada. Matt Ross now lives in Austin. He's Has great. nothing to do with the thriving metropolis that is <laughs> Joe Rogan the and the Austin comedy, comedy scene. Yeah, he's just crushing out there. It's it like, is I can't because be, of Stephanie Wood <laughs> and her bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> bombs over. Oh, so bad. She keeps bombing so bad that Matt Ross is like, I gotta get out of I South gotta, Florida. I can't even be friends with her. Austin. I don't want any attachment to her. Yeah, to please don't ever state. come down here. She goes out of a coincidence. It was another Matt Ross show. <laughs> I'm like, out of a coincidence. I don't think that's why he doesn't live in Florida anymore. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. It was. This doesn't take uh, MacGyver to figure this out. Man, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it was like, oh, uh, I think it was. Valentine's Day. It was a Valentine's Day show. So they have like this big center. Like it was. It so was, this is they, not, these this people is are not. not the these people. are people are not coming off drugs. They've been off drugs. Okay. Okay. So they're all there. They bought tickets. They're there, and they're sober too. So like, yeah, it was really bad. I got off stage and I was trying to get out. Uh, when these other comics like, dude, let's get the fuck out. Let's go smoke some joints in the parking lot. Somehow we got stuck in like the exit hallway. Wait, you're doing drugs with people and that are in recovery? In the no, 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 it was another comic. It was another comic. You did a recovery show smoking weed in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, after. <laughs> was, by the way, I was trying e- to. Equally as bad. <laughs> the way she took her, she did her bumps in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah always. The <laughs> lady. Uh, but somehow I got st- like stuck in a receiving line, like a wedding receiving line. And oh, God. every person walked out and everyone else crushed. And I'm like, I couldn't get the fuck out of there. And everyone's like, great job, good job. Mm. <laughs> and like the whole comedy community heard about it. It was that bad of a bomb. Oh, man. And then COVID happened. So like, Wait, whatever. did you reek a weed? No, I didn't smoke before I went in there. Oh. We were trying to go smoke and I got trapped. Like in the, like, the show was letting out. And she's pre- like, let's, get the, fuck, let's get the fuck out before I... all these people come out. And we didn't get out in time. Okay. And so we ended up standing by the door as everyone walked past us. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for your life. <laughs> But it's not it's, it's nothing worse than smelling of what you're uh No, I wouldn't have done. I didn't do that. So funny, no, that's not no. But I did I did redeem myself again. I went back and I did like one of my best shows ever probably like a year later. Beautiful. I just learned like I came off like kind of like a fucking you guys are drug addicts in my family. I was like it was just <laughs> It's also like how crazy you think you're funny when you're like I'll, I'm sure I'll think about this like in 5 years from now but like I was not funny. I needed I wasn't funny when you had me come to your <laughs> the, the, the dome the first time. I was real rough. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for you know all that money and all the show. <laughs> um, you were funny. You, here's the thing about you. You have an incredibly quick learning curve. You know, you talk about running getting good fast. This girl got good fast. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yep. 
I told you I'll be funnier for you tonight. Well, I expect that at least that A minus you promised me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. oh boy. Yeah. I, 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 d- I did that at the, um, I was with Mike Gaffney at the first uh, um, recovery show. And I used to do a show with my dad hasn't had a drink in five years, but he's been sober for three. And it was true because my dad, he never stopped smoking weed. Ah, right was like, yeah, he like had a trouble with drinking, but just never gave up the weed. Okay, and I was like, have you guys ever uh, set goals for yourself? They're like, every day, brother. <laughs> they're in recovery. Right. They're getting chips and everything like right. that. And I'm like, oh, where'd I lose them? Yeah. <laughs> You guys want to know where yeah. I lost them in my set? I get it. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you the joke I lost them. I was like, uh, oh, good. I used to I don't tell you, say this joke anymore because it always just gets grown. But I used to talk about how the only time I ever see my family is like at a funeral. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, we have really fun funerals. Like we tailgate funerals. Like next time someone ODs, I'll invite all of you guys. <laughs> at a rehab. And they're like, we hate you. Oh, <laughs> recovery. Oh, recovery shot. Oh, I had a lady a couple not that long ago in Cocoa Beach in the back of the room goes. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone goes, You're fu- it's, it's funny. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Do you ever just like turn on an audience because you're like, I'm just fuck you guys? Like, I'm going to do jokes I know you don't like. No. I, I mean, well, I, I'm only going up at hosting, and it's normally at my own club, so I don't really. I've seen comics do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. definitely seen comics. I've only do done that. it like one time, but I see comics do it all the time. Be like, fuck you guys. You guys, I don't even want to be here. But I'll just be like, I'd said of that, I'll be like, I'm going to make you wish that you weren't here without me even saying it. <laughs> it's fine. I got invited back two times. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's just like there's leave. 10 female comics. So like, we can't lose this one <laughs> in Florida. Let me be honest. I'm not great. I'm just a female. <laughs> so Talk awesome. about a learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> For Stephanie Wood, Alan Hill, Soul Joel. Another episode of Bring Them Out. Bye. Bonus content. <laughs> oh, by the way, Gavin asked me to ask you why we uh, went from the coolest backdrop in uh, podcasting to looking like we might have our heads severed at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is just a ransom video. I was like, I- I'm sure there's a good reason. I'll find out. <laughs> yep. We will change it. I haven't had a chance. It's all good, dude. He just yep. cracked me up when he said that. Yep. I was like, damn, buddy. <laughs> yep. He's not wrong. <laughs> Whew. All right. Joel's office. Here we go. <laughs> this is your office? Don't. <laughs> we'll explain it in post. <laughs> Here we go. Save it for the pod. No. All right, here we go. That filing cabinet does not get used. <laughs> Chalkboard. Full of bodies ideas. in there. Bodies. Yeah. Joel's high school diploma and SAT scores. Yep. <laughs>